I feel like that's one of the major issues we have right now as a society is people aren't willing to just talk, you know, and that's kind of a bland thing to say, but even talking about like childhood toys, like you're going to pick that. So that's going to be something aggro to talk about or like something you want to hide. It's probably better for people just to get that off their chest, literally talk about it. And then, you know, and that way we all know what each other's favorite childhood toys are. (laughs) Maybe Uh that's the key to unlocking our issues. I'm going to every world leader and asking them what the favorite favorite childhood exactly, toy is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It probably tells you a lot about a person. We could write a book about psychology, a bit just called like childhood toy, and then and then <laughs> and then you know exactly why that person turned out that way. That, yo, that does <laughs> all the psychologists listening out there. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, just yes, know you heard it here first. <laughs> knowledge right now. We should trademark it. Childhood toys. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man, uh, I, I hit recording right in that, that section you were just talking about why it's so important to talk. Um, and so I thought that was a perfect little intro. Uh, nice. I'm just going to... Everything uh, before that was brilliant too, but you know, we missed out on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the behind scenes. I got to have another <laughs> camera rolling for that kind of stuff, you know? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, exactly. I've already wasted all my brilliance before you hit record. So from here on out, it's going to get a little sketchy. I think you'll surprise yourself, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about, right? I'm going to do a quick little intro. So, um, what's good, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Today, I have a very special guest, Blast from the Past. My first college roommate, Mr. Kyle Jones, is in the building. How you doing, Kyle? Hey, I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. I'm really happy to be here. Really happy to see you healthy and happy and spitting your talent, man. Yeah, man. I mean... Thank you. Thank you for your time. I know you a busy, busy dude. Just moved just moved to a new state, you know, working on your home sure and everything. Did. So, sure you know, did. it's hard. It's, it's And like, we've had to reschedule a couple of times because, you know, things mm-hmm. come up in your, mm-hmm. in your industry as well. You know, opportunities. We're you both gotta, busy, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying trying to be I'm trying to stay busy man but uh yeah, that's the, yeah. the same way I feel you're you're like you're painting me in a beautiful light but I'm like bro I I the only reason why I'm busy is because I'm trying to stay busy <laughs> yeah no <laughs> then that, then crazy. I feel you man I feel you um yeah. Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with the show, um, the format goes a little bit like we do some intro questions just to set the tone. Um, then I have an icebreaker spelling bee portion. It's just one word. Feel free to participate. Feel free to skip. If you, it's all up to you. Um, and then we do that. We get into the main portion of the interview where you choose a number between one and 34. And we kind of roll through the conversation that way. And uh, we close everything up with a few concluding questions. Sound good to you, brother, man? Sounds good, man. All right, all right. Well, we you kind of answered this off camera, but tell the folks at home, uh, how have you been? You know, you've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I have to say I'm, I'm incredibly grateful uh, to be healthy right now, you know? Um, I think this is a really tough time to, uh, to really bitch or moan about anything uh, in life as long as I'm healthy, because it's, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a crazy time, brother. Um, but you know, I, I've, 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 I was lucky, fortunate enough, like you said, to move and, um, did a lot of YouTubing on how to, how to, how to start from scratch on renovating a home. <laughs> so now I know how to, 
change toilets and wax rings and hang counters and cabinets and this and that. So I have to say, I'm incredibly grateful that, you know, I've had the time to just to learn something new and to, uh, you know, just to, to really kind of sit in this time and, and reevaluate what my, you know, what my goals are, what my, uh, where my happiness lies. I left a major city, probably what's LA second, second largest city in the United States. I think so. If not, if not, I think one, second, one New York's two. first. Yeah. Just, so I left the number two, <laughs> we're just talking one or two. Uh, I left, I left, you know, the second largest city in the United States to, uh, to, and that was the start of my journey, I think to, to, to go, you know, I think, I think some of my happiness lies in, in a little bit of a more rural area where it's easier to access nature and this and that, you know, which I always knew was part of me, but, um, I, I struggle daily, dude. I'm like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I try and keep the roller coaster to a minimum. So I try to stay kind of even keeled and, you know, I, I, I try to figure out like, what are some tools on certain days? If I'm feeling one way or another, how can I kind of help write the ship? But every day I go back to the fact that I'm just so grateful to be able to wake up and see, you know, my girlfriend and call my parents and I'm not in a hospital. I'm not, you know, battling COVID symptoms. Uh, you know, there's a lot to bitch about brother, <laughs> but, but it, as long as I've got that, bro, we're good, man. No you doubt, know? man. Well, I'm glad you're, you're on the, um, on an up rather than a down at the moment. Uh, but yeah. I definitely... Well, talk to me in an hour. I don't know. On the way out of this conversation, we could be on that way back down. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, no, it's I, well, I understand that 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 balance, man. Um, my my focus has has kind of turned to that as well. You know, I don't know if it's just getting older, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm still young, but uh, <laughs> um, we're still young. We got a long time. Yeah, yeah. But the the importance of balance has has definitely creeped into my head a lot more. Um, you know, you talk about the up and down that you, you feel yeah. on, on a daily, you know, for me and it, like with this podcast, man, like it's, I get, I get anxious a lot when, when I haven't shot the, the episode with the person, especially if it's a stranger. And then I would consider that like one of my downs, but then as I'm shooting, shooting it, then I start feeling the energy. I start feeling like, you know, the purpose nice. behind it and that's my up. And so that's. For me, with this podcast, that's the constant up and down because I never know, you know, what my guests are going to be like, especially if they're strangers. Um, but then, it's just the anticipation, the anticipation, kind of is what brings you anxiety or whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But folks well, out there, and, yeah, what's up? Yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up, brother. No, you good, man. Go for it. I, I feel that I, it's the same way even when I'm filming or heading into auditions or meetings or whatever it is. Like, I feel like because if you, you know, you're, you're definitely releasing control, right? And that's where the anxiety probably comes from because either you want to get to it, feel that creative flow, get in it, or you don't want to F it up. <laughs> and so that's where I think, you know, those two places, obviously, is a, that's a huge, uh, place of anxiety at least for me i know when i'm entering something that whether it's an audition filming meeting whatever it is yeah. you know yeah no um yeah uh, anything else are you good 
<laughs> no, no. Well, I was just going to say it's always like it's the journey is always the tools in which we in which we are we're, we are, are kind of like juking those anxious feelings out, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. That's what I've been like. You know, even when we were going to school, it was all about like sports psychology and this and that. You know, when you start to feel that feeling coming up, you're like, "Shit, man, I really want to get to this," or like, "I'm nervous about this for X, Y, and Z reasons." It's like, okay, how do I implement those tools to then go? You know, I can. Just, I'm cool. I can just live in the moment. I don't have to feel anxious about this or that. You know. I gotcha. When the moment comes, it's like that anticipation and action does does go away um well how nice would it be right if you felt the way you feel that elation or whatever it is what you're high like you were saying while you're actually doing the podcast all the time right Yeah. yeah no you're right you're right i mean that because that's what i'm kind of searching for i'm like well it's almost a feeling of like your birthday if anyone takes their birthday seriously or really loves that day well what's what's different about that day really nothing we just chose like we were born that day obviously we should probably celebrate our parents more than ourselves on that day but <laughs> uh but why can't we feel like every day is our birthday uh, or or every day is a saturday if that happens to be your favorite day of the week you know what i mean or mm-hmm. like you with your creativity flowing in this podcast like every day there's no low only that right no i'm that would get born uh i think or you know if i if i didn't miss it or if i didn't look forward to it then i wouldn't work as hard you know or oh interesting try to push as hard like that's 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 what kind of crossed my mind it's like okay if i felt the way i do doing the podcast every day or all the time then yeah i'd be like i'd be content you know but because there's that absence or that gap of in between interviews or um you know i give myself three days off uh, in between like scheduling stuff it, it, that yeah. anticipation builds but then like yeah that feeling feels so good of getting it done and um you know continuing what uh what i my my intention with it you know it yeah uh, i don't know like this this is a whole new thing for me and but it just feels so right like you know um and it's something i'm passionate about something i feel like is uh was was something that um i always thought was kind of weird about myself or i think maybe other people might have thought what do you mean what what's weird about yourself oh just like you know wanting to talk about these things like right off the bat with people and we were just talking how like that's like the new form of small talk or whatever but this is just something that oh i see i yeah. see what you're saying yeah. yeah you always you you thought that your need or want to just kind of dive in with people was was strange in a way or something yeah or could could come off as strange you know socially unacceptable or whatever just just quirky or you know awkward we're like oh, okay that's that's what he's like you know um, i love it bro you gotta keep you gotta keep you gotta inform the world yeah man i because I, <laughs> I started listening to fucking podcasts uh during at my new job and uh i was like wow people are quirky or like people <laughs> like listening to these things i'm like i think i yeah. can try to do it so here i am yeah uh, hell yeah, yeah. You got the talent, man. I mean, you, you you certainly got that. So it's nice when you when you see. I mean, from an outsider's perspective, when you see it all kind of link up, right? Your personality, your creativity, and then this platform—that's that's magic. I think. 
I, I appreciate I'm your number that. one fan though. So. I mean, you, you're the president, you know that. president of the fan club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I started it. I started it before you started the podcast. I was president of the fan club and follow 2008, Jan Ramirez. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, um, I always appreciate that, man. And um, you know, I know that's like goes both ways. You know, I always support you. Uh, it's a lifelong thing at this point. You Day one, you always have, dude. Speaking of that, I was just in Long Beach a week ago. Uh, Lindsay had some work there, so we were there, and I walked around the theater, and it was wild. You've spent a lot of time there coming to see shows, obviously, because you yeah. you've been so supportive. And uh, during COVID, no one's no one's allowed on um, on or, or it was spring break or something. But there were signs everywhere like you're not allowed to be here unless you have a meeting. And it was wild to walk around the campus. Not a person there. I was the only one on campus. It was freaky. It was like post-apocalyptic. Dude, that was probably one of the freakiest things about you know quarantine is everywhere you went, <laughs> nobody was like, damn, like is it a zombie time type yeah. thing? It was just like. <laughs> That's yeah, especially a city like your city where you're in, man. I mean, that's used to, there's so much traffic. You're probably number three or four biggest city. You're not top two, but you're probably three or four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yo, give me one second. I got to close the door. I forgot to. One sec. Sure. Your room looks good, dude. Your, your setup, your studio. I love that. All, all your artwork and stuff yeah man that was because i couldn't i was I'm, i wasn't good at like figuring out which pieces should be together on which wall i was like fuck it let me just put them all on one wall make that the wallpaper you know just like have all uh this big congregation of art art pieces all together so you know it's the easiest way to make a decision why choose one when you can just do it all <laughs> I mean, I probably have like a, a room in my house where each wall is like a different theme Covered. of art, artwork or something. I don't know. I don't know. I got yes. Yeah. I mean, that's why I don't have a home. I, I'd be spending too much time like setting it up perfectly. I'm <laughs> telling you, dude, now, now being a new homeowner, you're, you're looking at you are looking at every corner and you're like, well, I could do something there. I could do something <laughs> here. Every wall you would get. I, yeah, I know you would. You'd want to fill a place with art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure, man. My, let's keep it rolling. I don't want to uh, get back too much, but you know, we could just talk all day, so it doesn't even matter. Um, my second question for you is: What would you like your descendants to know about you? Like reaching five generations down the road, they want to know about their great 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 grandfather. Um, what would you want them to know about you? Man, that's a, that's a uh, great question. Uh, it, off the bat, I don't really know, you know, I've never been a big fan of talking about myself, which is odd being an actor, but I really, I'm not. Um, so I, I would, I would more so want to tell them about the time we're in right now so that maybe they could compare themselves into that time or holy shit, we've gone so far from then or, you know, so I, I more think of just sort of like where, where I am in society, in, you know, the, the things that are going on in our lives, especially as we're getting older. I mean, this pandemic included, politics included, um, environment included, um, which are, I'm sure, th themes that people have been dealing with for a long time. But yeah, I would more, I'd more speak to what, you know, what the last 10, 15 years is like, what the last year of our life is like right now. Because when I speak about myself, I don't really, I don't really feel like I have a lot 
to offer that's different than someone else. Like if I had a, a great, great grandchild that was like, who was Kyle Jones? You know, I would go, Kyle Jones is just kind of like, like every other guy is walking down the street, (laughs) just trying to make a buck and help people out and love people and just live, you know, live, live, live happily while I have the time on this earth. Um, That's all cool. You know, and I could go into, I think I've got an okay work ethic. I think, you know, I, I really love, I love the environment, um, nature, and I love people. And however I can help those two things, I am on board. Um, but that being said, I would say we live in a time where we need a lot of fucking help for in a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? Mental health. Uh, social inequality, uh, economic inequality. Um, I mean the, the environment stuff, which I grew up with a father who was a conservationist naturalist. I grew up in a forest surrounded by trees and nature. You know, that stuff is by the time my great, 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 great grandkid is looking back, you know, I'll tell him what a freaking the Amazon forest look like, cause they won't know or what a elephant looks like cause or a rhino or, you know, because they may not, they, they may just read it in a book and I could say, I at least got to go on an African safari to see one <laughs> or whatever. You know? <laughs> like that's a, that's a humble brag from grand, great, great grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Went to Africa. <laughs> um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, that's my long-winded answer, man. I don't really, it's it's not really, uh, when, when I want to, if, if I were to ever want to pass on to another generation um, uh, some knowledge, it wouldn't be, this is who I am, this is what I think, this is what I believe. It would be more like, this is what we're living through. And hopefully through these words, you learn from that or take, take a, you know, some sort of subject matter away or something that you'd be interested in looking up and looking into, you know, push you towards a certain way. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. And honestly, you know, the fact that you answered it the way you did and was like, you know what, you know, I wouldn't talk about myself, but other than like with stuff that's going on, um, I think that says a lot about you already, you know, (laughs) you'd be like, okay, he was that kind of person. You feel me? Uh, (laughs) He went to Africa. Okay. (laughs) That's all he said. That guy's an asshole. He's just bragging about the places he's been. <laughs> yeah, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Man. But, uh, you know, I'm. I mean, the the whole idea of the the question is, it's more that personality of what sure. the personality connection. You need to know someone. Yeah, yeah, especially someone that that had your blood, you know. And I talked to this about with another guest, and it's interesting for me to think that all our answers was our ancestors were the same, you know, like everybody, since the world population was so sm- much smaller back then, we have to be kind of coming from the same people. And Yo, so, totally, yeah. Yeah, the, the people in the future, same idea, like, like they all came from us. So, yeah, yeah there are descendants where they're ancestors and, you know, that's, that's where I'm going with this thing. But, uh, 
Yeah, for sure. Do you, uh, sp- speaking of that real quick, one thing I wanted to say to you was, because your, your idea is incredible, so that someday, because obviously we didn't have the technology, so I can't go back to look at, you know, what my great-grandmother would have said about this moment. So I, I, I think you're really on to something, and super special, excuse me. Um, but uh, I saw the 60 Minutes special I would say it's at least a year ago, if not two years ago, but they were they were working, I think it's going to be in a museum, but they were working on a sort of a VR concept where they would film people, ask them generic, but specific enough questions to where the, the, the prompt could, uh, if you were to ask them a question, uh, somehow the person had an answer for that. And, um, and so you could sit down, I think this one in specific was a Holocaust survivor, but you could sit down in a VR. So like, let's say Jan's great, 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 uh, uh, grandchild wanted to sit down with you. They would sit down in a VR setting. You would be sitting there like I am now, or you are, you'd be in the same room. And then I could ask ask you questions um, that would probably prompt close enough to an answer that you've already pre-recorded. You know, I could say, Jan, what was 2020 like during the pandemic? Or what was your, what was your favorite memory with your, uh, you know, your niece or nephew or whatever, you know, and, and you have enough of those to where if the person sitting there talking with you, you would actually be able to have that conversation. You should look it up. It's super interesting. And, and you're kind of touching on it a little bit. No, that, that sounds crazy dope. Uh, I don't think, you know, I have, I have the resources to do something like that, but I, I do, I mean, you just gave me a great idea. Like one thing I wanted this thing to grow into was for me to be able to reach out to like senior homes and senior centers and just like for yep. people yep. Who, who don't have much to, or who to talk to about these things. I'll sit there with my VR camera and I'll just like have them, re- like I'll interview them that way, but anybody could yep. sit down with this person in the future using the a VR setup. Um, so thanks for yeah, that. Brilliant. I got to Yeah, yeah and, and check, check this thing out too. Uh, I know it was on 60 minutes, but um, yeah, exactly. Take it and run with it, dude. It's the future. Yeah, yeah. it is the future. Uh, did you have anything else to add before we jump into the next one? I don't even know what we were talking about, so no. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, uh, third question for you, boss, is uh, how would you like to be honored? If I was going to tell myself today I'm going to honor Kyle Jones in some kind of way or act, what, what would that be? Um, on a selfish scale, like self, uh, on a singular scale, not selfish, singular, I would want you to do something that you really love that you haven't done in a while. You know, so I don't, so, so, you know, for me, I'm, I'm more of an outdoorsy guy. (laughs) My girlfriend is not. So I know for her, it would not involve something outdoorsy, but for you, if you, if you enjoyed, if you haven't done something in a while, you know, if you're in the Bay area, go freaking do a polar bear plunge in the, uh, in the Pacific ocean or go to Marin for like a six and a half mile hike or whatever it is. Um, so that'd be kind of a cool way just to go like, you know, without, you know, peace, Kyle, that was cool or whatever, you know? Uh, I so I, I would want it. I would want you to enjoy, enjoy something that you haven't done in a while. What would that be? Let me just, let me turn the question on you. What's something you haven't done in a while that, that would like, that would bring like, and it could be simple. I haven't had ice cream in a while. So if I was like, I just want the biggest bowl of ice cream and watch oh. a Marvel movie. It could be anything. 
<laughs> just something that you would enjoy those couple hours in honor of yours truly. Okay. Uh, uh, so what would I do to honor you, Kyle? Yeah. You know what? I'd probably try to get on the football field like at a community nice. college or something and like throw around the ball and act I like, you that. know, we, we doing plays or something, you know. Yeah, we'd be run, we're from running the Hail Mary round. <laughs> Dude, man. You know, try, like, <laughs> try not to get hit by a car. Yeah, see, I love that. That's that's what it, that's what, that's where my heart would lie if, if you know, if, 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 if you were to do something like that. But then, you know, it, it would probably be also, you know, find... Find some sort of nonprofit to support, and 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 just some something you know whether it's Sierra Club, something maybe something local to Oakland or, or you know, San Francisco that they're trying to um, redo the plumbing so there's not lead in the water, or you know, or 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 a beach cleanup situation, something like that. You know, something that has a little bit of impact on the community. That'd be a pretty cool way to to, okay. to honor me. That, I mean, that'd be dope. I, I would definitely be down to do that. But how do you know which nonprofits or charities are like legit? And you know, it, versus it's hard, right? It's it's fucking hard, man. No like, idea. I, no I idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, reputable. I, I feel like I feel like it's uh, you know the internet is 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 as much as it can be a pretty. Uh, negative tool it's also a very very positive tool so you know i when i whenever i run into a situation like that where i'm like oh i heard this name is this a legit uh, organization nonprofit, whatever i just google the shit out of them and you know just try and find as much information reviews this or that that i can but you raise a good point man you never know where that money's going or what it's doing so start your own nonprofit and dedicate your life to honoring me by doing a nonprofit. I got you. I got you. No, Kyle, you. Kyle Jones Foundation, man. Because um, <laughs> I'll be thinking about that. If I if I ever did do nonprofit that was meant to do something good, right? Um, but I, if I know it's gonna take a lot of my time, but I also don't want. I also want to be that person that's like, I'm not taking any money from it. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out how I can like build that capital where like, okay, cool, I'll be working on this nonprofit, but I I really want it to be like. Yo, this is not anything I'm making 100%. money off of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll let you know. I, I I'm uh, interviewing next week for a um, a uh, sort of like a Democrat leaning think tank, uh, Arizona kind of like like um, conservatory where it's kind of grooming people who are interested in nonprofit or politics. And it's a year-long course. A lot of politicians have already been in and out of it. A lot of big nonprofit people have been in and out of it. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn. I, I see. I don't know much about what it's like behind the scenes in the nonprofit world, and I'm about to freaking learn a lot about it. So I'll let you know, man, what it's like. Yeah, to, man. Uh, to start one. I've uh, I've worked at a couple of nonprofits, um, and one was for in education, and one is in yeah. financial financial uh, services, uh, and I mean, 
it ended up being all about the numbers because you know as a nonprofit, you can make your money off grants so it was really hitting quotas and hitting numbers on like you know oh make sure we get this much or make it seem like we got this much so we can so we you can, can get that grant money get the money yeah see so, it's tough man that's it tough. Is, man. It's pretty tough but you know you gonna be a politician or you gonna start a nonprofit? How, how'd you get inspired to, to get you've heard it here first people <laughs> i'll be running in 2024 <laughs> um uh, no man you know i i i uh, part of the part of this sort of covid restructuring of you know what i want to do with with my life and my time is i've always wanted to reach which is why i got into the entertainment industry in the first place i wanted to in one in one action reach a mass audience of people um and so i feel like you know the day-to-day ins and outs of singular conversations like this um it well i obviously there's a camera and a microphone so let's just say it was just you and i no camera microphone those are all amazing but they don't necessarily reach right they don't necessarily help other people and so i i've i've been now that entertainment's been kind of slow for me i'm like well what's what's what can i do that i still feel like i have that reach and certainly nonprofit or politics either or or you know whichever route that is or both um might be an amazing way to 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 go about it but like i said i don't really know i know i have strong opinions um you know i could be outspoken at times but i don't know enough to go like oh i'd love to be a politician you know i (laughs) i i know they i know certainly people get bad raps obviously um but uh and and a lot of people are turned off by that but i i just i like to learn things before i before i take too much you know before i get myself a no you know no no doubt uh and i think i don't know if you saw this uh dave Chappelle special um sometime during the most recent one yeah Uh, on netflix the, the one he talks about uh yellow springs ohio i believe that's what it's called um, but it's it's the town that he grew up in that's like a small yeah. town um, yeah. and he was just like talking about the importance of the small town vibe and like local politics if anything is something yep. people should get involved yep. in uh, so I could definitely see you being it's mayor of like a small town man the Flagstaff you know? <laughs> yeah Hey, who knows? Who knows? But that's yeah. I can't. I can never be president. But being mayor yes, of a small town that I'm not born here, bro. They're, they're gonna say my. They're gonna look at my birth certificate and be like, "You hey. were born here? I didn't know. That. I actually didn't know that." That's like the biggest. Uh, that's why. That's why I gave up on yeah, that dream a long sick. time ago. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless someone before you, like I, am president. And then I go, we got to pass this law or amendment that says we are anyone born, no matter what country you're from, you can be president. Although that would be highly, I have a feeling, um, uh, uh, I, I would get shut down pretty quickly. <laughs> I mean, that would have to be part of the plan, right? The government plan of like, you go in first and then we got uh, Jan yeah, coming exactly. right behind you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like Biden oh, wait, and Kamala, wait. baby. Kamala, <laughs> Kamala is gonna fit right in, and you'll just be my you'll be my Kamala. 
Like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> I guess it would be like the first 100% Filipino. Maybe at that point, you know? <laughs> we'll I didn't know you were people. born here. That's wild. Yeah, man. Um, I'm an alien, you know? So. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Scary. Uh, but uh, you were going to ask him? No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, I All got right. tons of stuff to add, but... Yeah. We, mean, we gotta keep it pushing fit it in fit it in um yeah my fourth question for you is how well do you know yourself uh if it's hard to put into words you could just do a scale from one to ten no i think i know myself really well i um you know starting i i want to say i don't think i'm giving myself enough credit but it probably started in acting school where i kind of had to dive into what it what was going on in my body and mind before i was able to jump into a character's body and mind if that makes sense so your first year or so of acting school it's like you got to unlock and figure out what's going on within yourself so then you can attach that to a character or whatever and so i think for me my journey started there as far as like, I started reading a whole bunch of books on, on, you know, not just sports psychology, but, um, spirituality and psychology and general, you know, science of well-being and science of happiness type stuff, you know? So what are the tools of like, kind of what I was talking about, I think at the beginning, but what, what are those tools that, that, or what are the things in me? Why am I reacting this way? You know, um, why when I get a call from, and you know, a uh, uh, someone attached to money, let's just say like a, like like a manager or an agent, does my heart sink because I feel like like feast or famine, right? Well, that's because I have probably a weird attachment to money where I feel like I don't know if when it's ever coming in again, and that scares me, you know? So, so I, I started diving into why am I having these reactions to these things? Could be high, could be low. And yeah, I think from, from, from really from college, I started diving into that now, dude, I know myself really freaking well. Uh, Lindsay, who you met when we were in San Francisco, um, is, was a trained therapist. Now she's kind of, she uses that, but she's diverted away, um, from that in her workplace right now. But anyway, she was telling me about, there's a number of these personality tests that you can take. And one of them is called the Enneagram. And I, so I took this Enneagram and it's a, it's, it's based off of, it's like science that goes back since like the Egyptians, right? I'm probably making all this up, but feel free everyone to look this up. The Enneagram. Anyways, yeah, I think it, it bases people from a number from one to 12. And it's not a ranking, one being the lowest, 12 being the highest. One to 12, all the different numbers represent something differently about someone. And you can have these like, you know, like, it's almost like, um, uh, your sign, like your birth sign, Cancer, Scorpio. And then if you're not quite in the middle of the calendar month or whatever, it, you, you can have like these edges. So yeah. I'm a seven in the Enneagram and I have these wings of a three and a, you can take these numbers anyways. Um, it is science-based. It's not like this woo-woo thing I'm talking about. Um, but uh, I took that at the beginning of the pandemic and she um, helped me like, find out so you take this i don't know let's just say it's 150 questions or 100 questions and 
all these like it all all this personality test thing came together and I, and I knew all these things already about myself which was cool I had already kind of dove into these things and as a seven in this Enneagram one of the things is like I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm running from boredom. I'm constantly running from boredom, which is why I'm always traveling or I'm always doing something. I can't just sit, you know, I'm, I'm mountain biking, I'm running, I'm trying to come up with a business idea. I'm, you know, reading acting books. I'm doing all these different things because I don't want to be bored. I don't want to just sit around, which probably sounds like a lot of people, but, um, uh, so all this to say, what's that? I said, I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just like Jan. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm talking no, to you so, right so, now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, so all that to say is like I, I just took even a year ago this 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 like intense personality uh, questionnaire that kind of kind of helps show like why do you make these decisions, and most of it I already I already knew pretty clearly about myself, you know. So uh, I know myself pretty damn well. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I think it's yeah. important uh, that we know ourselves. Do people right? answer that question uh, differently? I mean, do, do some people go, I really don't think I know myself that well? I've had a couple. I would say most people are feel like they know themselves, though. And I think it's also because of the age of the people I'm interviewing. You know, I think yep. the older you are, the more you feel like you know yourself. And then the younger folks that I've interviewed kind of say, you know, lower numbers. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle. Give myself a five. Uh, I think there's always things I'm learning about myself. Uh, and I mean, I think that that changes throughout your life. You know, I, I like to say sure. I know myself the high, the most when I'm at my highest and then I know myself the least at my lowest. So, uh, yeah, it, it kind of fluctuates, right? Like, at least for me. Um, however, well, and confidence say- comes from being 30, too. I mean, in our 30s, right? Like in our 20s, like you said, we would have answered this question completely differently. But now I think we've kind of settled in. Dude. Yeah, 30s are hitting different for me. And it sounds like for you and most people I've talked to, but basically we're like the hard lines of our personalities are starting to get drawn out. And you're like, okay, I know what I want to spend my time on and I know what I don't want right. to spend my time on. And right. I'm really like sticking to that. So it's it's a great feeling, you know? Like it's something that I thought... I think it's positive. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's positive. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, what's one of those hard lines for you? One of the one things like, oh, I'm done with doing that. Like, uh, I would say, hmm. you know, for some people, it's like, oh, I'm done with the club. Um, I feel like the old man at the club now. Um, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. I don't think I'm a hardline guy. I think okay, like, okay, bro, I, I just so so now now I'm in a town full of like a lot of a lot of athletes come to Flagstaff to train at higher elevation, right? Oh wow! So yeah. I'm getting my butt whooped now when I meet friends and stuff to go for runs for bikes and this and that. So I'm almost the opposite where I'm like, I'm, I'm like, there's, there's no hard line for me. I'm, I'm still chasing the youthful side where I'm like, I want to be the, I, when I'm 45, I want to be the most fit 45 year old in the club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I don't, I don't give a shit about age. And so I, for me, the hard line for me, I, there is no hard line. 
Um, I'd love to give you an, I'd love to give you something though that maybe I felt no, like I, I'll you, leave that behind. But you, you gave it. I mean, you gave me the 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 other side of the hard line. The whole like yeah, I'm like the, chasing. I'm exactly. Chasing yeah, no, shit. that's a hard line, man. That's like which either way, stuff you want to yeah. cut out and stuff you want to put into your life more. And no, I feel you about the whole fitness thing, man. You know, I I just want to stay ready so I don't have, or like uh, what's it called? You don't have to be get prepared if you stay ready or something like that. You know, yeah, consistency. Like- well, that's I go through that all the time. During COVID, I let myself slide. So I was pre pre COVID, I was in the shape of my life. Like I was feeling, I was, I was playing <laughs> soccer. I, I was playing soccer in LA three times a week. I was working out every day. I was surfing every other day. I was mountain biking every other day. Like I, I everything was piled in, and I was feeling great. COVID hit. I had this excuse to just like, oh, I'm gonna sit back for a little bit. I'm gonna drink. I'm gonna eat blah 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 and then and now when i'm getting up here i'm like boy i've, I've let all this slip so now I've, I've i know like you said you if you stay consistent stay in that lane you can go either way right versus me where i like pulled over on the side of the street i'm like dude i'm chilling i'm not i'm not working out i'm not doing this and that and now i'm having to take all this effort just to get back in the lane you know Dude. And and thirty is a part of that, bro. I I can't like I, I when I, in my mid twenties, my dad was like, "Bet you bet you couldn't hike across the Grand Canyon." So I'm like, "I bet you you're wrong." So he drops <laughs> me off, and I in a day hike across the Grand Canyon. I'm doing that same thing tomorrow, and I am like, you talk about anxious. I am so anxious because I'm like. I don't know how my body's gonna respond to it. Cause five years ago, my body was like, no big deal. We could do this 20 times and I didn't even train for it. Now I'll probably make it halfway and my body's gonna be like, nope, uh-uh, we're done. Yeah, you, you take a nap right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, where's your, no, where's your formula and your banana? I've, I've, I know what you talking about, man. I, I've definitely felt that like, you know, I I get in good shape and then I get I relax. I'm like cool. I'm happy and then I I do that a lot. Like you know, every two years it goes back and forth. And um, yeah, this this latest one, man, it's like fuck. I had to work you know twice as hard, or like you know even more so just yeah. to get the same like results. I'm like fuck, man, this is crazy. Uh, so or you're yeah. sore longer. Yeah. You got a massage machine? I mean, I don't want to make it about aging and all this shit, but like, (laughs) the the struggle's real. But one thing I wanted to mention about your question, sometimes I'm sitting there and you and I have a great history of Madden and FIFA and all that stuff. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, maybe I should be reading a book or writing or doing something else while I'm playing FIFA or Madden or whatever. And now that, that was a tr- that was something where I was trying to hardline myself. And I'm like, fuck that. I love this. This is a great way to just blow some steam off to hang out. I don't have to think that much. I'm just enjoying, you know, a video game. And uh, and and so I've come to terms even with stuff like that, where I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to hardline myself here. I'm going to enjoy, you know, what, uh, plus our generation will probably be playing video games our entire life. Whereas like, you know, my parents don't, you know, they don't understand it or they don't, they didn't grow up with it. They don't get it. Um, yeah. Whereas video games were for kids at a certain point. You know what I mean? Like, oh, those are for kids. 
Um, video games are for no, adults. They're, not, yeah. they're for us. <laughs> they're for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can't wait for the day when we get those treadmills in our houses and we could just wear the bodysuit. And I was just thinking how much of a workout playing Madden or 2K or FIFA is just like, yo, man, you're playing a whole ass game, like football game, right? And like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they have great. someone hitting you too, so you feel the tackle. <laughs> Or just like this, something like this swings by. Yo, man, that that would be a trip if they were able to pull that shit off. Like, the body would move if that tackle. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. I would be like sixty years old, but try to play. <laughs> but, uh... Our, I was just imagining us throwing the football like on the street. You know, our our hail marys will have slowed down a little bit. Our shoulders would be a little more sore. Our throws would get a little less. Uh, distance on them but we'll still be freaking doing it and that's what matters (laughs) yeah i mean we i don't know about your folks but i know for my folks it's hard to sometimes bridge that technology gap because they're just like oh you know it's fine like i don't need to know that stuff you know and it's just like oh but you're gonna ask me to do this for you later on and i just want you to know yeah (laughs) yeah that's funny Yeah, man, dude, we breezing by through. Um, I think uh, we made it to the spelling bee portion. Uh, you want to okay. give it a shot? Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a second. All right. So your word is going to be epilepsy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be two P's, but I'm going to go singular P. E P. E-L-E-P-S-Y? You're so close. You just got oh, you had one letter wrong. E-P-I. E-P-I. Epilepsy. Did I miss the I? Say, say, say the whole thing together. E- epilepsy. E-P-I-L-E-P-S-Y? Oh, you got it, bro. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, dude, you got it. Although I didn't get it on the first time, though, so I feel like, you know, you might... No, uh, no. In, in the National Spelling Bee, I probably would have been disqualified, but I like that you gave me the opportunity to workshop it, work it out a little bit, and then we found, we found the ending, so it's all good. You got two chances. I got to remember to stay quiet when it comes to that, because, like, people want, want... You know, I want to help, but I also got to yeah. keep quiet. But anyways, congratulations. You've uh, qualified for the 34 questions. Well, this is you you qualified for the 34 questions spelling bee, um, which is going to be with other contestants that have gotten their words right. So maybe one day everybody's free. I need to make that a thing. um, (laughs) Good luck with that, by the way. That would be really fun to plan out. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a challenge. It'll be a challenge. But... You know, if the wherever the road leads, like if it's from now, two years from now, I know who won. I can reach out and be like, "Yo, now That's it's a true. big thing," and like, "Oh, we got we're going live. <laughs> we got people watching this shit." You know? Yeah, who knows? yeah, who knows? yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. As long um, as there's drinking involved, I will be there. That sounds like another game show for sure. <laughs> there you go, you drunk, drunk spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> start making words up like epilepsy <laughs> has six p's all of a sudden uh were you a, were you ever a harry potter fan no uh loved it appreciated it was not a big um i'm not a big reader but i definitely watched the movies oh i was just wondering because there was like this game show where they like tried to do 
um, who can say the most spells from Harry Potter. And I'm all like, I, oh, really? I didn't know shit. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I have friends that do uh, that do those um, trivia nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, some some trivia nights are not just broad like sports and ge- geography and history and stuff. Some are you know very specific like Harry Potter nights. And I've been to a Harry Potter night and I'm, and the the information like the questions are so ridiculous that if you did not know the books inside out, and I'm talking books, not just movies, books inside out. I mean, it is the most random knowledge and, and names and this and that. It's exactly what you're talking about. Is there a show Spells. or a movie like that for you where you just know it in and like in and out? Probably like the Coneheads. <laughs> for real? You know, that's my favorite wow. movie. Wow. That's I could go up. in and out, but but that's not like that's not like 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 Lord of the Rings. I'm trying to think or Marvel. Nah, I don't know. I don't. It's because I never read. I didn't read all the books. You know. Uh, Ace Ventura though like talking movies movies that I watched like I ran you know the VHS if you watch the VHS I don't know if you knew this but if you watch VHS enough times it will break down Ace Ventura was one of those Coneheads was one of those Uh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer bro (laughs) I could I could spit game on Rudolph that's what's up that's what's up all right um, I'm gonna have to think about those those questions. Gonna <laughs> read the Wikipedia page and yeah, exactly. have some trivia. <laughs> See if I get any of them right. Uh, all right, man. We made it to the main portion. We have about like 10, 15 minutes left in the podcast, but let's see uh, how many we can Crush knock me. out, man. It's been a great conversation, regardless. So, I love it. Go for it. What's your number, man? Twelve. What excites you about the future? Uh, what excites me about the future? Um, I think the idea of change excites me about the future. So learning, learning something new. Um, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to stick in I'm going to run with this. I love to learn. And so I know that, you know, just instinctively, all I do is try to talk to people much like in this setting, like what you're doing is just, I, I, I know I'm going to continue to learn whether it's, um, uh, in my own personal life with my partner or with its, you know, my friendships or with whether it's my own happiness, um, internally, uh, or, uh, externally, whatever that is. Um, yeah, I think learn, bro, learn, um, you know, in the, in the athletic field, like, like learning new sports to play new uh you know I, I don't play golf but i'm now in a community where there's golf so i'm like in the future maybe i'll learn how to play golf i don't know you know so i just my mind is always on these things of like you know just keep on growing keep on learning for sure for sure um yeah who knows man pga tour always open right there's no yeah here we go there, actually there is there's already a kyle jones there's already a Kyle Jones on the PGA Tour, or he goes in and out, because I've had That's friends right. screenshot uh, uh, like the ESPN app, and it says, like, Kyle Jones at the top, and I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm crushing it today. That's um, hella funny, man. <laughs> and then if you funny? ever register, they think it's the other Kyle Jones. Like, oh, Sure, yeah. <laughs> or I can't register because there can only be, like, SAG for, for, for acting. Oh. I'm the only Kyle Jones. 
you cannot be in that. There can't be another Kyle Jones. Whoa, I did not know that's how it worked. That's that's pretty Yeah, crazy. so there are some things like that where like I'd have to like, like I've always wanted to be Eagle Jones. I don't know why. I'm sure that's the most like redneck name in the whole wide world, <laughs> but I I always thought like Eagle Jones had a had a cool sound to it. So it <laughs> uh, if there was a Kyle Jones, I was gonna go Eagle Jones. There's no there's no Kyle Jones before me, so I could do that. But if I was and this fits with golf too, because I think Eagle is a type of a uh, uh, like hitting two hundred bars on the golf. Eagle mm-hmm. Jones would be my PGA Tour name, baby. Dude, I mean. <laughs> I, I just like gotta it. learn how to play golf first. There you go. The first first no step. Deal. The first step of a thousand steps, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. A million. Um, uh, sure. Do I pick another? Yeah, go for it. Thirteen. Oh, um, what is your movie title? Like you know your life movie. What is? What would you title it? Uh, my movie title would be. Gravitates outwardly. Gravitates outwardly. It sounds like a documentary, actually. I kind of want to come up with something a little more. I want to do like a blockbuster. Grab. Just one mm, word. (laughs) Uh. Dances with wolves. (laughs) That's already that's already one. Um, uh, uh, Oh, you could do a play uh, on that though. What what other animal dances with what? (laughs) Yeah, dances with. Dances with bears. <clears throat> um, uh, no, what, what's uh, actually? I kind of like that. Dances with bears. Boom. The Kyle Jones story. Yeah. It's, there's yeah. a lot to it because you could like dive into. You could dive into. There's a lot, a lot going on with dances with bears. So I'm good. <laughs> Your love of gummy bears. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A bear I love the LGBTQ AI community. Saying. Um, cause you know, there's bears <laughs> in that. Oh, sure, um, really. I didn't know. Uh, you haven't heard that? Yeah. People call themselves bears. I think. I, hope I, th- so. I didn't know that was an inclusive uh, term for them. I thought that was like, everybody I, I think I, yeah, maybe, maybe bears is not very inclusive. I don't know. Maybe I'll get myself but, in trouble now. But no, no, I know what you mean, man. Um, yeah. And, was- and bears in nature in general, because most people are scared of them. Whereas I really, you know, I, I, I obviously don't look to put myself in a dangerous situation, but I certainly love when I'm in the wild running into wild animals because that's their home, you know, dances with bears, baby, take it how you want it. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, I I can imagine it. I'm sure that's going to be one of the many options whenever it starts getting rolled out. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that. The uh, the reviews would be like, like dances with wolves, only worse. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I hope not. I hope not. Or, yeah. Uh, all right, let's do. Um, how many? You said thirty-two. Thirty-two. Let's go thirty-two. Thirty-two. Um, is, is there a decision that you're having a hard time with? I, I have a magic eight ball. If you wanna, if you wanna ask that, um, it's like, what question would you ask a magic eight ball? Ooh, I would ask, um, you know, my, my, my question would be, am I, am I on the right path? But I think that's a little too general. So I want to come up with something more specific. Um, 
this this is a heavy yeah. question because you don't know what this is gonna say, and I'm just like, damn. I hope it's you know not too. Yeah, negative. it doesn't <laughs> shoot shoot it. Um, um, am I gonna book an acting role in the next three months? All right. Is that the same Magic 8-Ball you've had since we were in, since we lived together? Nah, I think I lost that one. I had to buy this one. I was going to say that thing. Oh, <laughs> Bruh, so it was like right on the edge, right? Um, oh, no. And uh, it flipped over to one side. This is this is one of the other, this is one of the cool ones. It just says, better better not tell you now. So it's like, oh, shit. You know, oh. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's a bit of a tease. Oh, it's yeah, a bit of a tease. <laughs> Why would they put that in the Magic 8-Ball? Like, that's like the antithesis of, you know, okay, we're going to figure this out, right? And then it just goes like, no, no, this one, you know, we're not going to help you out with this one. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, oh, the other no, one is uh, Ask Me Later. It's like, oh, dude. It's like, that's true, yeah. <laughs> what was it teetering right? on? What was the other one that was teetering on? I don't know. Do you remember? It's hard for, it's hard uh, for me to tell right. this point. But. It was probably going to say, like, you're going to book a Marvel film next week. I'm sure that's what it said. Um, <laughs> what's, what's one that no one's asked? Is there a number you've been dying to ask, but no one's actually asked it? So, I mean, these to get randomized, like, per, so I never really am able to track it. Uh, oh, oh, okay. So you don't know, like, because you came up with these questions, right? Or are they questions that you took off of the internet or something? Most, I would say 90% of them I, I came up with. And then, like, I've come across questions that I liked and just threw them on there as well. Uh, so, you don't have one in your back pocket that, that that people haven't haven't asked that you're like, damn, I really want to get to this question, but no, no one's asked it yet. Um, I, I mean, there's this new one, um, and it's, throw it in there. What's the number? What number? It was three. Three, uh, three, exactly. That's what I was gonna say next. Three. Yeah, do uh, that one. What's the difference between friends and best friends? Oh, I love this question, bro. Lindsay is constantly saying like, oh, that's my best friend. This is my best friend. And I, and I keep going like, that is not your best. You have, you have friends. Those are your friends. And then you have a select group of best friends. Not all friends are best friends. But now it seems like it gets thrown around like it's freaking candy. Uh, yeah. That's my own. Apparently, apparently I got to work that out. I got some, <laughs> some deep thoughts about this whole best friend thing. Um, I think, I think a best friend is someone that you're able to have these kind of conversations with and you, and you can hold safe space. You know, it is going to be a safe conversation. You can say anything, you can talk through anything, you can chop it up and you, you know, you're safe with that person. I think friends, you're more or less, you know, you, you, you've got a good rapport. You can have these activities or this or that conversations and things are fine, but they're mostly surface level or, you know, they, they, they never really evolves to a place where, you, you know, the, the, the space you two share together is a safe space. It's a meaningful space. And it, it's, it's, it's like you and I, bro, we could laugh, cry, yell in the same conversation. And it doesn't change the way you and I feel about each other. That's a best friend. Does that make sense? No doubt, man. No doubt. Uh, thank you for your answer. There is a follow-up to it, but, uh, it, it was a fleeting question. It can't, and then we're running out of time too so i will definitely ask you this question off camera yeah what, what do you got you, what's the follow-up i'll was, keep it uh, short 
I'll try to. I'm long-winded, bro. I'm fucking. I'm now. I'm learning. This is this is what I'm learning about myself in this conversation. It's hard to shut this machine down. No, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Uh, I mean, honestly, I it, it slipped my mind, man. Yo, I was like, All right. you know, it popped in, popped out. Let it go. Wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Um, here we go. So we reached the concluding portion of the, the, the interview. I hope you enjoyed, man. We got a few, like four more questions to go. Um, so thank you again for your time. Uh, thank you for this opportunity to reconnect, man. You know, it's always great when we can talk and chop it up. Um, so yeah, man, much love. This is a question from my previous guest, uh, that like i'm trying to find a way to connect my my guests together so cool. this question is if you could do one thing that could change the world what would it be i would remove all plastic from the world for sure that was that's fucking hard dude like I know we got an island of plastic out there on the. It ain't just what that, brother. It's now now they found it in the in the atmosphere. Now, I mean, this shit is. I can't tell you how many times you know we we found plastic inside of a whale's gut, it, and it doesn't even have to be ocean based. It's here too, but it's one of our biggest problems environmentally. Is there anything that could be done, like? Oh yeah, but there's money in it. I mean, the, uh, the there's there's money in plastic on both ends, right? It's cheap to make and it holds up for a long time. So people say you don't have to worry about your products or this or that. And the problem is it holds up for a long time. Like it'll be here way, you know how like, so here in Flagstaff, I could go for a hike and I could find a native dwelling. I could find a dwelling from a, a Hopi or Navajo, someone that lived here a couple thousand years ago. Not quite, well, yeah. Uh, and you could maybe find some pottery and that's like epic, right? But that pottery eventually breaks down. So do these dwellings, eventually. Plastic ain't breaking down. So when someone hikes here uh, in San Francisco or LA or here even, you know, in two, three, 5,000 years, if humanity's still around by then, they're just gonna find tied plastic, like you know, detergent laundry holders, or like this mm-hmm. and that. I mean, it's it's terrible. That, what we're leaving behind uh, uh, when it comes to plastic and how it's affecting our ecosystems and animals directly, bro. Easy. I, I, I'll eliminate all plastic, baby. Oh, for sure. That makes me think, man. Like you know that saying. You didn't see about, that shit coming. I didn't. <laughs> um, but it makes me think about that saying about you want to leave the world a better place than you came into it, and it's yeah. disheartening to think that no matter what I do, it's still gonna be in, in kind of a bad place. You know <laughs> that 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 is a disheartening part of that. I think that, I think yeah, that's that's something I deal with on a day to day basis. I have so much. Guilt is the wrong word, but I carry a very heavy burden on on some of the things that we do uh, to our to this to this planet. It's crazy, man, and I don't know that we'll be able to leave it better than it was. And and it, it's it's not it's not our fault either. It's, it's something that I think you know has been happening way long before us. And it's 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 what what can we do on the community basis? I think kind of like what you're talking about with Dave Chappelle. I think that is where that's where our most important work lies and can we leave a community better than it was yeah sure i think so no 
Um, all right, man. My next question for you is, what would you like to ask the next guest? Oh. Um... If you could spend 24 hours um, away from technology and distraction with someone, who would that person be? You have to spend all 24 hours with them. Now you're going to put this person on the spot, but I got you. <laughs> is, like, that, is, that, is that kind of a... Yeah, exactly. Hey. Also... Yeah, what if they're ahead. in a relationship too or yeah, something like they're married yeah. or whatever and they choose someone else and like all of a sudden they started this whole fucking thing all because of this question but um hey it's fair enough man it's uh it's your question and it's a, just a way to connect you to the to the next guest um, yeah yeah for sure it's yeah, cool yeah, keep the ball rolling uh and my very last question for you man is what's it, what is the greatest lesson you've learned thus far The greatest lesson I have learned thus far is the more I know, the more I don't know. So I, I think there's probably a thousand different ways to say it more beautifully than the way I just said it, but uh, I am constantly being surprised about something that I, maybe I felt like hubris about, maybe something, something that I felt like I knew a lot about and then it turns out I didn't or I'm missing the mark, or there's more to learn. And so I really think, man, it's like, it's, it's just, it's just staying open and, 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 and learning as I go and knowing that I, I don't know shit and just trying to continually educate myself. I don't know anything about what anyone's going through, what they've been through. And I feel like a lot of times in conversation, or with people, even even on the at the supermarket, you're behind someone that's super slow, and you're like, "What the fuck? I just want to get my freaking avocado and get out of here," you know. But we, you don't. I I don't know what that person is going through, and and so I, I always just try to approach everything with an ounce of humility and the idea that. Dude, my, my journey is no more special than anyone else's, you know? And so I just want to, I just want to continue to learn and listen. And then, um, yeah, I think that's been a really valuable lesson for me. I'm right there with you, brother, man. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that, that's a mark. That's the mark of a wise man, right? Like, uh, the person <laughs> that knows. The person that knows he knows nothing knows everything or something like that. Uh, That's sure what I was going to say, dude. There are a thousand different ways of saying it that are more eloquent and much <laughs> more beautiful than what I just tried to say. The more I know, the more I don't know. Because like, yeah, because it's, it's one of the, I think it's one of the, even the steps of enlightenment to Buddhism too and stuff. Like there's some, some like some deep shit attached to what I was trying to say. I just chopped it up and made it sound like doo-doo. <laughs> You just delivered it from from your perspective, and uh, I think yeah. I think we, we all got the point. We all got the point, from right? From my South Carolina education perspective, <laughs> forty-eight uh, state, baby. Hey, real quick, I heard this crazy good uh, the news about South Carolina and one of their towns where they like uh, 
they put the infrastructure for like free Wi-Fi for everybody or something like that. I don't know. Oh, if you that's heard cool. About I, don't, that. I don't know anything about that now. Yeah, yeah, and it made no. me think of you because it was a South Carolina town, and I'm like, oh shit, I wonder if Kyle knows. Because you know this. I love Wi-Fi. <laughs> I know how much you love that Wi-Fi so much. I don't. Uh, viewers, uh, viewers watching, I don't give a shit about Wi-Fi. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, South Carolina's as as just keep it pushing, South Carolina. Keep it fucking pushing. Um, yeah. Yeah. This, I, I think hopefully soon there's a lot of a lot of cool people are now making it to the to the big stage out of South Carolina, which is cool. Because for a while it seemed like a community that was you know not gonna grow it's gonna stay exactly how it's been for a long time and that's that's not not a good path to take so i think for my home state we're start gonna start branching out i think it's gonna be good there's free wi-fi everywhere you, you don't have a, a gamecocks tattoo yet <laughs> so you can just like well i got my south carolina but no i need like i need a little little little, little cock claw on my on my <laughs> foot or something you know it's like my little my little gamecock claw yeah, yeah. Um, Go Cox, baby. Go Cox. <laughs> uh, well, just want to thank you again, Kyle. We, we reached the end. Um, thank you to the Much viewers love. at home and listeners at, at work at home for all you folks tuning in. Appreciate y'all as well. Uh, it's still trying to figure out my signature send off, um, but it goes like this. Uh, and spent a lot of time in the Amazon forest and has now become a shaman. She and I have talked quite a bit because I'm always so fascinated by that form of spirituality. She's been on these journeys where she has asked what the meaning of life is, like like just blatantly, what, what is the meaning of life? And the answer she got was zero equals one. That was like the shining thing. And to me, and that means zero equals one is like, because anyone that knows a little bit about math, which I know very little about math, but I know zero does not equal one in math. So zero equals one is like, nothing fucking matters. It doesn't, it, nothing, nothing is what you think it is, right? Zero equals one. I think it's brilliant. And that is somewhere, the reason why I want to get that tattooed is because I want to remind myself every day when I see it, zero equals one. Whatever I think is happening may not be happening. Whatever I think that is may not be that. So always stay on your toes because zero is motherfucking one. That, that's, that's dope, man. You want to get magic right? tattoos? I'll get the same one somewhere. Fuck yeah, bro. No, yeah, I want the zero equals one should be everywhere. But yeah, that that is ties in with the question you asked, which was I, what I thought, what I think I know I don't know or whatever. <laughs> however many ways I can fuck that statement up. But zero equals one, baby. No doubt, no doubt. I'm with it. I, I, I clicked recording too when you started off with the shaman thing. Nice, so. you could throw it in there somewhere. Oh yeah, that's that's bonus content right there. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm, I'm, yeah, I can't it. believe I didn't. I didn't. It was on the tip of my tongue because I was like, I was just talking about this the other day. I was just talking about it, but I couldn't. I couldn't get to it. But it falls in line with that, man. For sure. <laughs>